Good day, friends. Where I am right now, it's a perfect day for taking the dog for a walk, which pleasure I have already had, and the little fellow is snoozing on the couch and waiting for dinner. Our little town is full of dogs and their walkers, and here's a poem about one such pair that I observed. It's called Large Man, Small Dog. A very large man is walking a very small dog along the sidewalk in the business district of town. He may be going to the post office or to the store to buy a jar of mustard and combining the errand with the dog's walk for the day. At one end of the taut leash, the little dog is all energy and alertness, ears up, looking around smartly and importantly. At the other end of the leash, the man looks disconsolate, shuffling along, gazing at the pavement, his large belly filling up the front of his Hawaiian shirt. Perhaps the man is thinking about the shattered economy. Perhaps he has lost his job and is wondering how soon or if he'll be able to find another one and how he's going to buy dog food and pay the rent. Or is he thinking about the weather and what it means that a day in late November is warm and sunny and rainless, when by all rights it should be cold and dreary and wet, with storm after storm filling up the creeks and reservoirs? Not far from here are creeks with, where salmon return every year, and where the locals go to watch them swim upstream and cheer them on, as they hurl themselves against the current, up waterfalls in the steps of fish ladders. Maybe the very large man with the very small dog was one of those who helped to build the fish ladders, and maybe he is worrying not about his lost job, but about what will happen to the salmon as the earth warms and the creeks dry up. Or it could be that he is mentally counting the war dead in Iraq and Afghanistan or the corpses piling up in the Congo for our cell phones. He might be thinking about starvation in Gaza or the Navajo grandmothers being evicted from Big Mountain. Of course, the dog knows nothing about the economy or global warming, about occupations and proxy resource wars and brutal sieges and genocide but it does sense that something is wrong with its friend and that his friend is in pain. So the very small dog is taking the very large man for a walk because a dog understands how important it is not to give in to despair, how important it is to get out of the house every day and taste the air, to sniff out the facts, to dig up the truth, to stand up to the big dogs and let the whole world know that you're alive and barking. Sometimes, when I'm sitting up at night, unable to sleep, my imagination gets down to work and delights me with its concoctions. Here's a poem called Unglued. When insomnia drags me out of bed after midnight, I sit in the darkened house and listen to the papery rustlings and whispers of the pages of books, separating themselves from their hardcovers and bindings, and fluttering in ones and twos out the open window above the bookcase into the starlit night. They will pass the hours until dawn, wafting where breezes carry them, and exulting in the free and easy vagabond life without any responsibility for explicating the roots of a character's fatal flaw, 
or revealing a terrible secret buried in augers and inklings in early, chap- in early chapters, or serving as an interlude of comic relief or as a particularly agile transition in tone from the meditatively philosophical to the stridently incoherent, or performing the thousand other tasks they are called upon to execute flawlessly beneath a careful reader's gimlet gaze. What a relief, then, to get away from it all, not to talk shop with all the other pages, to escape the fetters of context and story arc, to stand on their own, be who they want to be, mean what they want to mean, until the first light of dawn, when they will return through that still open window to reassemble themselves and become bookish once more, primly waiting in their assigned order while they dream in secret of another fragrantly perfect night to come unglued. Okay, all the books are in place and it's time to feed the dog. This is Buff Whitman Bradley. Thank you for listening and adios until next time.